Today, Easter Sunday, with us today is Congressman Peter King. We celebrated his birthday the other day, and uh, today we're celebrating Easter. Uh, how are you, uh, Congressman King? Well, I'm a year older, but I feel good. I, as far as I know, I'm in good health, and I'm, uh, again, it's always great to celebrate Easter. It's uh, Passover and Easter coming together, both are uh, feasts and holiday, uh, holy days to celebrate. Uh, Easter is a day of hope, of uh, our spirits being uplifted, and it's, uh, it's to me, one of the most positive holy days, uh, most uh, meaningful days of the year for me and for my family. And I know that uh, there's the uh, a, a Catholic or Christian uh, Easter. It, you know, the traditional one is today. And I'll join you celebrate Greek Easter two weeks from now. And well, to me, Greek the more Easter, Easter we have, the better. Greek Easter always follows Passover. Uh, because the Catholic Church, I understand, changed the calendar. And uh, the Jews and the Greeks left the calendar the same. And I, I just don't know. But you know what I do? I celebrate all of them. Why not? Why not? And with so much going wrong and so much trouble in the world today, uh, to me, the most positive day of the year is Easter. So we can celebrate it once or twice. No, the more the better, really, just to give us a better look at life and better, you know, know, more hope uh, for the future as as we go forward in this very dangerous world today. My God, it's really, uh, really tough at times. But uh, listen, we have to be hopeful and. also, you know, there's a lot going on. In the, I mean, you know, this last week in New York, uh, and I guess only New York could handle it this well. The, uh, in, you know, the indictment of President Trump, which I, I think was just wrong in every regard. But even apart from the, you know, the legalities of it, the way you know, the NYPD and the court officers and uh, really everyone in New York handled uh, uh, President Trump come in from LaGuardia, I guess it was on uh, uh, Tuesday, it was, I guess. I'm losing track of days here. He came in from LaGuardia with a motorcade from LaGuardia Airport to Trump Tower. And then the uh, next day, I guess it was Monday, he came in to LaGuardia. Then uh, uh, Trump Tower overnight. And uh, again, the motorcade, the helicopters overhead, the streets blocked off. In fact, when I was on the way to the studio on Monday, I was coming down 2nd Avenue. And I got caught in the uh, motorcade, which is coming across 55th Street. And it was, again, impressive to see, though, the way the police had it all like cordoned off and as as big as the motorcade was and as much as traffic was being blocked, it was only about a five minute delay, five or ten minutes delay the most. Well, you you got lucky. I, I've been stuck in those motorcades for much longer than that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I have been too, yeah. It, it's just crazy on uh, all the things that are going on. Um, and then the next day, though, you know, the, the helicopters overhead, or they got, they got President Trump from the uh, Trump Tower down to the courthouse. Uh, again, no trouble at all. They had the demonstrators separated. The NYPD did a great job. Uh, court officers worked out everything in the courtroom. The president was back on his way, I guess, at 3.30, 4 o'clock to LaGuardia Airport. And he was back in Mar-a-Lago. But I don't know if any other city could have handled something like that the way New York did. So I give the mayor and the police commissioner tremendous credit. And, again, all the people of New York, no one, no one seemed to panic. No one was overly excited. There was some strong feelings, but the NYPD kept the demonstrators away, and considering everything, it was a very, very peaceful time. It's funny uh, that uh, President uh, Trump lived on, uh, where, where was it, 58th Street? Uh, yeah, or 50, and, no, yeah. 56th Street. 58th Street, 56th Street? Yeah, yeah. And 5th Avenue, and when I used to uh, do uh, 
uh, things with uh, President uh, Clinton. I was on 63rd Street someplace and used to tie up streets all the way down to 56th Street. Right. And, pre and, and, well, Donald Trump at that time would call me and complain. <laughs> I, guess, I guess times have changed. All, all times have changed. At what time? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And uh, look, I root for Donald Trump uh, because mm -hmm. I think he could do a great job. And, but my problem is uh, that he has to be able to uh, stay calm in uh, situations where they're trying to uh, steam him up. Yeah, he can't fall into the trap. I mean, they uh, definitely, I mean, there was just definitely organized efforts against him. I mean, he's being indicted for things which I'm, I say, if everything they say about it is true, it's still not a crime. These are things that no one else has ever been indicted for in this way, being charged. And this is going on in New York. Then they have another one going on in Georgia, Mar-a-Lago, Washington, D.C. This is going they on everywhere. They want to. Let's talk about that. They want to destroy him because I, I think they... They, they want him to run, but they want him to be destroyed by the time he gets to run. Yeah, I, How else I would you Democrats, say? I think Democrats would like to see a very weakened Donald Trump run for re-election. They figure by all these investigations, it's going to physically wear him down. They're hoping it's going to financially wear him down and politically wear him down. The people just say, you know, listen, maybe he's getting a bad deal, but we just can't, can't keep going through all this. So... I think they, certain Democrats and certain people in the media, they want Donald Trump to be weakened because they know that a strong Donald Trump is an incredibly strong candidate with probably more uh, personal following than any candidate we've ever had in years. Uh, he also has probably more personal uh, detractors. But as far as a base of support, no one has what he has. And this is an attempt, I think, to just tear, tear away at him. No one else would be indicted for what he's being charged with. I mean, you think back, I can think of without even name, uh, naming names, but so many previous presidents and people in public life who are good people, but they made mistakes. Or they, if you looked at them carefully enough, you would find some reason to indict them. Or they say, if you, uh, you know, give me the person and I'll find the crime. And that's what's happening here. But listen, he's a tough guy. He's going to stay tough uh, through it. His lawyer, Joe Tacopino, is a great guy, uh, excellent lawyer. I think he's. Uh, probably the best you could get for New York. And then they've uh, brought in the other uh, lawyer, uh, lawyer Blanche, I believe is his last name. And uh, he's uh, going to, I think, provide more of the uh, uh, arguments on, you know, the technicalities of the law on, uh, you know, business law, things like that. But as far as the overall trial tactics, I think Joe Tackett is going to do a great job. And I think everybody, Democrat or Republican, you should be with Donald Trump on this one because this can happen to anyone. And uh, the, the last question I have, uh, uh, Congressman, uh, I was asked the other day, and I forget where I was, and, uh, and uh, <coughs> I said, ethics, ethics amongst lawyers. When did ethics, when did they forget to start teaching it at whether it's Harvard, Yale, or whatever? I mean, you're a lawyer. Where are we now? We are nowhere. Uh, it, it's really uh, right now, as far as ethics, what you know, district attorneys and prosecutors, the way they are abusing the criminal justice system. They are, you know, the criminal justice system is supposed to be a means of defending people's rights. Instead, it's being weaponized to target political enemies. It's the exact opposite of why we have a criminal justice system. 
It's uh, rather than uh, defending innocent people and prosecuting the guilty, it's being used to prosecute political opponents. And that's something that goes on in banana republics and third world countries and dictatorships. It's not something that should go on in the United States of America. Unfortunately, uh, it's almost becoming accepted. It's become like a, almost like a sport. And, uh, you know, Donald Trump is strong. He's wealthy. He'll be able to survive this. The average person, if they get targeted, that uh, you can be out of business, you can be uh, bankrupt. They go, uh, uh, Peter King, Congressman King, they go to jail because they can't afford to spend $10 million or $5 million on legal fees. Right. And the U.S. attorney talks them into pleading guilty to a lesser charge. And they end up going to jail even if they're innocent. Yes, and they also threaten if uh, if you don't plead guilty, they're going to go after your, your wife or your children and put them through the same ringer. And again, in the end, they may be found innocent, but they have all been had their, you know, their lives devastated. They have a 98% or 94%, I forget the number, uh, of conviction rate. Conviction and rate, uh, yeah. so they convince everybody, you better plead guilty, otherwise you're going to go to jail for 20 years. If you plead guilty, we'll only send you to jail for three years. Right, yeah, no, it's, uh, and you just, you know, Take your losses and get it over with. And it's a, it's a terrible way to have to live. It's a terrible, terrible way to have our country returned in, into that type of, uh, you know. That's in, not a democracy. That's not, that, no. Congressman King, that's not what we're supposed to be. It is very, very sad. And I don't know. We should have a long discussion, have, a, have maybe Dershowitz in the studio one day and a few other people and have a, a discussion just on ethics in the legal profession. Right. I agree with you 100%, John. And on today, on Easter Sunday, is a time we should really be thinking of that, how to be more hopeful, more positive, and trying to find ways to do the right thing for more people. Agree. Happy Easter, Peter King. Enjoy it with your family. God bless you, and God bless America. Happy Easter to you, and you, John, and to Margo as well, and your whole family. Thank you.